1: the second most prominent Elliott in Philadelphia sports. It was certainly clear yesterday Jake Elliott made that field goal. Good morning, Elliott. <laughs> Another good day for the Elliott brand. Dude. That's really all. No, so no has, has, he pa- has he passed Akers?
0: I think he has. I do. I mean, look, Akers made a lot of big kicks, and he certainly did it for a long time. But you look at just the amount of high-level kicks Jake Elliott has made. His, I mean, the, the, his percentage is higher than David Akers. David Akers was an all time great kicker. Five but straight NFC championships
2: with David Akers, well, I mean, man. He was yeah. kicking in a lot of big playoff Jake games I know. through that Jake run. Jake Elliott
0: kicked in the Super Bowl. Jake Elliott has kicked in two Super Bowls, right? I mean, he I, I think he's passed them, but I think it more speaks to how great Jake Elliott has been than any slight at David totally. Akers. Jake Elliott is just one of the most clutch kickers I've seen. Totally,
1: totally great. All right, uh, Ellie, let's get to this game in, in, in greater detail. A lot of stuff to cover. Um, it's a yeah, but win. They, they won the game, but there was a lot that was weird about it. Um, what is your main takeaway from yesterday's victory? Yeah, I don't know if I would
0: call it a yeah, but win. I, I understand that there are, uh, there are certainly areas of the team, which I'm sure we'll get into, that did not play well. It was not a perfect game. But this team looks way more back on track than they were at the beginning of the season. Like That win on the offensive side of the ball, looked like a win from last season. And for me, when the passing game is working, that's when you feel confident about the team. And over the last two weeks, the passing game is absolutely working. You see what A.J. Brown is doing. I think Jalen has become much better, and especially yesterday. Decision-making with the football, his accuracy looks great. Devontae Smith is making big plays. Goddard's really the only one that's still not involved in the passing game. But when this passing game is clicking, they're the best team in the NFL. And so yesterday I thought when they, with the way the passing game looked, I don't view it as a yeah, but win. I view it as that was an impressive win and this team looks more and more like they're getting back on track like they were last year.
2: What did Jalen do better? What did you feel he improved in yesterday?
0: Well, the first thing is he didn't turn the ball over yeah. His first game all year where he hasn't turned the ball over, which again, looked much more, much more like 2022 Jalen than what we saw in the first three games. But I think we haven't a couple- even
2: mentioned that, by yeah. the way, and that is a big deal. And Hattie, they probably would have lost because they
1: barely won, so it's damn good he didn't turn it over. Yeah.
0: Right, and I actually think it's his best quality as a quarterback. Like He does a lot of great things, but his ball security and how he never turns the ball over I think is, his, is really his best quality, and that's why the first three weeks, we're so surprising to see from him. But I thought yesterday uh, why he looked like last year's Jalen was, A, the lack of turnovers. But, B, he made really big plays on big downs. On third downs, I thought his accuracy was, was probably the best it has been all year. So I think, A, he's just getting more comfortable. He's playing, obviously, four games into the season now. Uh, you know He's more comfortable with the defense is seeing him. And I think he probably has to think less out there than he was uh, as opposed to week one with what he was seeing. Not to mention it was the best weather conditions they've played in. Not Mm that that's of the world, but, (laughs) you know, two of the first three games it's been raining. So I think it's just a couple things, uh, and yesterday culminated into what uh, I thought was his best game. And Nick Sirianni, I thought, described it perfectly. He was clutch, and that's what you want from your franchise quarterback.
2: Why don't we feel happier with the win, then?
0: Well, I just woke up half-hour ago, so I don't know how people feel it. <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I, if you guys aren't happy about it, well, I will really let's Well, suggest-
1: let's, let's talk about the defense. All right. So, okay. Sam Howell is clearly better than I thought he was, and he looks like a guy that's got a shot to be a starting quarterback in the NFL for a while. Maybe not a great one, but, like, he, he seemed very, very competent. Um, with that said, the Eagles defense did not play a good game. Who struggled out there, and what do you make of whether this defense— is not a Super Bowl-caliber defense. Yeah. I think the, the
0: biggest concern with this team right now is the, the back seven and probably more specifically the secondary. If You look at yards per play allowed, this year they're 16th. They were first last year, and the year before that, when we all know they didn't have a ton of talent on defense, they were seven. So this is the worst version of the defense we have seen since Nick Sirianni got here. How do you break That's-
1: that down, Elliot, on Desai versus the players?
0: Yeah. So, so I think it's personnel in my opinion. I I, I don't think like when I, I thought this, I actually had a few good calls yesterday. There was a really good blitz. He sent late in the game that I thought worked. Um, And while guys are wide open, you just look at who's lining up uh, back there. I think we have this perception of the Eagles roster because of last year that they're just loaded at every spot and that it's the best roster in the NFL. It might not be the best roster in the NFL. They might be the best team, but that defense side of the ball, you look at who's out there at times. I mean, Zach Cunningham was, uh, was unemployed midway through training camp. Nicholas Moreau, they cut. They themselves decided to cut at the end of training camp. Edmonds, was, a, I thought, was a good signing. Clearly, the rest of the league didn't value him. And now you can see why with how he's playing. They just don't have the talent on defense that they had last year. The front four is still awesome, but the back seven is, is simply not. And James Bradbury is playing out of position, so that kind of mitigates what a good player he can be. Mm. So I do believe this is personnel-based. I very rarely, uh, you know, say like throw some assets into the back seven on defense. But if I'm Howie Roseman, I really think this this is not a problem that's going to fix itself with coaching. I think they, they need to go out and add better personnel uh, in the secondary.
2: You mentioned Nicholas Moreau. Uh, Nicholas Moreau had a very productive day yesterday with three sacks. How well did you think he played?
0: Well, what's crazy is he's played really well. Now I, I you know, I don't know how long this can last. Like, I think he's probably playing a little above his his skill level right now. But certainly to have the three sacks yesterday, uh, I thought he played well against Tampa Bay. Obviously had the safety. Um, He is benefiting from, I think, the front four. It's kind of – he's almost playing how we all thought N'Kobe Dean would play, where because of the fact that the front four is so dominant, you know, he's able to go in there and make plays. So credit to him. Um, I I don't think – I think they need to move at a different position more than linebacker. For right now, you do have N'Kobe coming back. We'll see how he can play. But yeah, Moreau has, has been really good. Uh, so I think they, they should clearly be very happy with what they've gotten from him, considering they didn't even think he was good enough to keep on the 53
1: initially. Elliott Parks with us, as he is every Monday morning. Elliott, when Nakobe Dean comes back, is he a starter? Or is that gone? I
0: think they I think they will put Nakobe back out there.
1: Now, I think that maybe he's not going to get
0: the full thing of snaps right away. But I think that, you know, with how much he called the plays throughout camp, all, all training camp, he had the green dot. They talked about him as a leader. I think they want to give him a shot, and I think they will. Uh, so I think he will get the job back when he comes back. But certainly with how Moreau has played, I, I you know, if N'Kobe's out there and struggling, I think it'll be a relatively quick hook.
2: Has Slay taken a step back, Elliot?
0: I don't think Slay has taken a step back. I think that we're underrating how hard it is for him to have so many so many different personnel pieces around him, right I mean the the safety spot across from him has changed quite a bit mm-hmm. the The two corner spots opposite from him, Maddox is no longer there. Bradbury's playing a different position. Josh Job is out there. Secondary, I know we view it as like a one on one position and it, and it is for for a lot of snaps. But it's a little bit like the offensive line in the way that when you have good chemistry with who's back there and you have a lot of reps with them, you can play better because you can trust where people are. You don't feel the burden of, not, of maybe thinking the guy that's playing next to you does not know where he's going to be or you're not used to knowing where he's going to be. So I don't think Slade physically has taken a step back. I just think because of all the turnover in the secondary, he's probably – the Eagles are probably not getting the best version of
1: play. Elliot, a couple other issues from this game I want to tackle, one of which is the third and 11 run call by the Eagles to start the fourth quarter. In the red zone, they come out of a timeout, and it's a run. Look, I get third and seven, you can catch a team napping and maybe convert that. Third and 11 is very hard to convert to a first down. Why did they do that? So Sirianni talked about it
0: after the game, and he said they ran that exact same play uh, last week on a third and eight and got it. I agree with you. A third and 11 is not a third and eight. So, yes, I I didn't like the play call. My defense of it would only be that we can't always say they're such a dominant run team. This team runs it better than we've ever seen. And then when they run it in big spots, like, say, why would you ever do that? Yeah, but
1: third and 11, I mean, for the love of God, it's it's, it's such a low percentage play. Now, you can make the case you can get eight yards and then it's fourth and three. And then maybe you go for it on fourth and three, but I
0: I didn't like the play call. My bigger issue with the play call was why was Kenny Gainwell carrying it and not
1: DeAndre Swift? If you're going to look for an
0: explosive play in the running game right now, you are looking with that, in my opinion, from Swift. Swift has been clearly their best running back. He clearly does the best job of creating yards after contact. He clearly does the best job of making the most of, of a hole in the offensive line when it's there, so I would not have ran the play on third and eleven. But if I was going to run it, I would have made sure it was DeAndre Swift in the backfield and not Kenny Gainwell.
1: Elliot, let's talk about this A.J. Brown thing. He was the best eagle in the game yesterday. I don't even think it was close, but the 15-yard penalty almost cost them. Yeah. What, what do you think Nick Sirianni will do this week? How far will Sirianni push it with A.J. Brown when he messages this to him this week? Dude, you got to knock it off. What's he going to say to him?
0: I think he'll push it pretty far. I mean, Sirianni, like the players will tell you, he is known for being very critical in these meetings. Like He, he definitely holds player, uh, players accountable. And that was a massive penalty. It like, was. A.J. was obviously uh, way more net positive than negative yesterday. But while the Eagles are 4-0, and their margin for error, error is so slim this year because the 49ers look like they are going to win a lot of games. And the difference between the Eagles having to go to San Francisco and them coming here – is clearly a big deal. And now Dallas only has one loss as well. So had they lost that game yesterday because, let's see, Washington goes for two at the end or whatever, like A.J. holds a responsibility in that. So I think Mm -hmm. Sirianni will hold him accountable. Uh, A.J. said that Jalen held him accountable on the sideline yesterday. Um, So, yeah, I I don't think they're going to shy away from this. I think A.J. Mm -hmm. will definitely hear about it in front of the whole team this week.
2: Elliot, do you get any feel for the Cam Jurgens uh, injury? Uh, you know, just the, the team's general demeanor about it, his demeanor yeah. about it, the positivity or lack thereof, and how well did Sua Opetta play when he replaced him?
0: So my initial thought watching Sua live, uh, and I haven't had a chance to rewatch it from you know the All Twenty Two version yet, but watching it live, I thought Sua played pretty well. I think Sua Opeta is a, is a pretty good player. He's mm-hmm. been here a few years. He's been, uh, you know, been able to go in there. He is bigger than Cam Juergens, uh, so I think that's a positive if you're looking for you know, kind of the concern of Juergens being undersized. So I thought Opetta played pretty well. And if he has to play a few weeks, I do think they can probably get by with him there. Obviously, Aaron Donald next week, a tough task for an interior offensive lineman. But in terms of Cam Juergens' health, uh, he, did, he did have a walking boot on yesterday in the locker room as he left, uh, didn't speak to reporters. In my experience from seeing players in walking boots, it generally means you're definitely not playing next week. So I would be surprised if Jurgens is in the lineup next week. And I think at this point, the bigger concern would be, you know, throughout this day, if we get news, that how, how bad it is. Like, if he can avoid a trip to IR, I think that's probably what you hope for at this point. But I, I would mm-hmm. be surprised if he's playing over the next,
1: you know, week or two. Ellie, can you yeah. believe that Ron Rivera didn't go for two? He's got, an, he's got an inferior team on the road. With a hot quarterback against a struggling defense, and he's like, "Let's oh, kick an extra point." Oh, okay, yeah, Ron it was, Riverboat.
0: What a joke. Yeah, I, I think if they if they go for two, there we're talking about the Eagles losing today. I think they would have they would have converted that two point conversion. But it, it really is, quick, though. I did want to I did want to say to Richie's question a few minutes ago how people might not be happy about this win. I would just say this, like, if you can't be happy about the Eagles being 4-0, I I don't know what what we're doing this for. You know, like, how many years, if this season wasn't coming after last year, the show today, in my opinion, and the fans' reaction would be, this is a special team we're watching. I think we're holding this to the standard of last year so highly that we're Mm. overlooking that they're probably the best team in the NFL through four weeks. And so they're not perfect. They have things to work on. But I I think fans should be excited about the win.
1: It's a a nice message. Elliot, well done, buddy. Good stuff. Thanks. We'll talk to you later this week. Thanks, Elliot. Sounds good, Doc.